Can y'all hear this? Thank you for telling me. All right. So we're going to look, and I'm going to let Elder Barbara read John 15, her favorite scripture, because we were praying this week about, um, you know, connecting and disconnecting. Did y'all know that sometimes we connect and disconnect, like, oh, I got to preach, so I'll get in, I'm going to get deep in my relationship with the Lord today and tomorrow. But then when we get up and do that, then we take a little break. And we don't really, it's not that we, we think we're disconnecting from God, but we really are closing him off and saying, whew, I'm glad that's over. I'm glad that's over. And then go take a break. And then uh, who's, who's doing the vision while I'm breaking? Who's doing everything, all the works that, that are required of the vision when I'm breaking? And the call of God, who's doing all that? So, so the fast was about disconnecting from God or disconnecting from the call of God on your life and uh, then come back reconnecting. And that's when you see people hide out. They'll hide out in the nursery. They'll come in late, They'll, you know, because they don't feel like they have anything. But Montana was cutting my hair uh, one day this week, and she asked me about prayer. And um, since that ordination last Sunday, a lot of the young adults have came to me and pastor and want their call all the way. They want to sell out for this vision. They're so excited about it. And uh, one of our ministers is preaching today, Sister Trudy. I'm so excited about that. Amen. I've heard her preach, and it's if you're hungry for the word, get ready because she's full of it. Okay, so would you start off reading, because this is the word God gave me uh, early this morning about this disco uh, disconnecting. What happens when we disconnect? Amen. I am the true vine. This is John 15, starting in verse 1. I am the true vine, and my father is the husbandman. Every branch in me that beareth not fruit, he taketh away. And every branch that beareth fruit, he purgeth it that it may bring forth more fruit. Now, now you are clean through the word which I have spoken unto you. Abide in me, and I in you. So what's the, what's the clue here? Because uh, Montana says, well, okay, do I pray to get a break? Do I want to come back and help some with trauma? I just want to help. I know Jessica's doing great, but I, I want to help. And so what do I do? I pray for drama. Then wait, I, I got to do praise. So do I spend another day and pray for praise? And uh, if you ask me to teach, do I spend another day? And a lot of people compart how you say that word? Compartmentalize. Yes, and put things in boxes. But the key is abiding in the vine. When I hey, <laughs> when I abide in Him, because that's what Sister Montana says she does because he condemns her all the time because she works and maybe can't be at the prayer as much. God isn't calling every female off their job, I'm going to just say, to lay on this altar and pray. There are people that he calls for that, but, but if you can just be a partaker of the prayer. You know, uh, the Bible says he makes us a partaker of his divine nature. Just be a partaker of it. Sometime during the week, come in and do what you can do. Then you're, you're abiding in the vision. Then you kind of know more what's going on. If you feel disconnected, if you come to the prayer, you won't feel disconnected anymore. Amen. 
and us. So go ahead and read. Abide in me. Abide in me, and I in you, as the branch cannot bear fruit of itself except it abide in the vine. So that shows us right there. I cannot produce any fruit in my own strength. I can know the Bible inside and out and cannot produce fruit in my own strength because he just said that the branch uh, can. Let's read. Where you at? Okay, go ahead and read it again. Abide in me, and I in you, as the branch cannot bear fruit of itself. Unless it abides in the vine. No more can ye, except ye abide in me. Okay, let's keep reading. I am the vine, ye are the branches. He that abideth in me, and I in him, the same bringeth forth much fruit. For without me you can do nothing. So I can have a call on my life and not abide in the vine. And not produce anything. I mean, it's it's a call. It's a real call from God. But the, the fruit comes through abiding. Yes. The Bible says in Luke 2, you know, that that uh, we'll look at that in a minute, where the shepherds were abiding in the field, watching over their flock, abiding with the flock. We don't go in and out. I'm a, yes. I'm a pastor today. Tomorrow I do my own thing. I come back in. I'm a praise leader today. I go do... I, Yes, you, you get little breaks, but you don't disconnect from yeah. God. And if you need a vacation, you say, Pastor, I'm going to be gone two weeks. And we understand that you need a little rest in your body and in your mind. And I understand that. But just I'm talking about, I remember when somebody preaching uh, years ago, and they said, oh, I'm glad that's over with. I need a break. And I thought, well, well who's here helping Mama then? So you just go to the pastor, I need a break, so she can put someone in that position. So we abide in the vine, and then we produce our fruit. So when we disconnect, then we don't have anything. And like Michelle says, she's in Florida. She's abiding in Jesus every day, and they're at Disney World. And the Holy Ghost said, go witness to that person. That's what abiding do. And like Montana said, so I get up in the morning, and when I... When I pray, when I connect with God, all day when I ask him something, he tells me what to do. She said, when I get up and I don't do that, when things hit me, I'm confused. I don't know what to do. I'm asking someone else what to do because she she says she didn't connect with God. So abiding is a daily process. Spiritual warfare, it's not, you don't have to do that every day. The reason this fast was seemed, um, because it was a stronghold. This is something we haven't talked about before. Uh, We've talked about the vine, but really seeing that in the spirit where we, some people, and I've I've done it in my past, you know. Oh, I'm getting a break. But when you're abiding, then you're open to uh, God all the time. And that's what what being a Nazarite is. That's what what being sold out is. God, yes, I'm spending these three days with my husband. But uh, if you need me, I'm still on call for Jesus. I don't, I don't shut you off because I want to go take a break to feed my flesh. Whoa. Pastor Casey saw the root of that. That whole fast was about disconnecting. And sometime Thursday night he said, what did you say, Pastor? Um, I saw that, uh, that, that scripture where um Jesus is saying you can't serve two masters. Can't serve God and 
man language is God of self. And um, he says, you're either going to hate the one or and you're going to love the other or you're going to love the one and hate the other. You, And so what I saw was when we say, whew, that Sunday's over with, I'm, I'm fixing to lay up and do whatever I want to do and disconnect, then what I'm, the root of that is I hate God because I love myself and I want to go worship at the throne of self. I want because that's a God. I want to go worship that God, and because and I view and I hate God because I view Him as this is some work I had to do and now I'm done. It's like when you're a kid and you have to eat your Brussels sprouts before you get dessert. Is is the way I see it. Like I, I have to do this and now I'm done and now I'm get to go do what I really want to do, which is worship myself. Okay, so. So we're teaching this so we can work on our relationship because until that's fixed with God, then we're going to look at this as works, obligation, duties. And that's what religion does. It's, it's an obligation. It's a duty. Um, so that's what I was saying last week when I said I just felt it in the spirit, but I didn't know we were fixing to go in the spirit and really pull that stronghold down that, uh, wait a minute, what is it when I spend six days doing what I want to do Six days and 22 hours, and then I give God two hours on Sunday morning. Do I think that I'm producing God or self? How much have I gave to self? Six days and 22 hours. And then, oh, you mean I got to pray an hour? <laughs> it's supposed to be a, a joy, a delight to abide in the vine. But uh, our famous, one of our famous uh, intercessors, Lynn Ann, can't be here today, but she sent a text through Charlotte and said, tell Pastor, I see uh, how you killed self-will. What'd she say? Hey. <laughs> the cross. If you say, I just, I can't get rid of this self-will, the cross will kill it. Pick up your cross daily and follow him. Take up your cross daily and follow him and buffet our body. Just do what he said do, and that will kill that, that flesh. And it's same in the natural. When you exercise, you're not buffed up in one day. You know, uh, you have to do it every day until there is a change, until we are operating differently. Okay, would you continue, please? Um, verse 6. If a man abide not in me, he is cast forth as a branch and is withered, and men gather them and cast them into the fire, and they are burned. If you abide in me and my words abide in you, you shall ask what you will, and it shall be done unto you. Herein, okay, if you do this, if you abide, then you ask what you will, and it will be done for you. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Herein is my Father glorified that you bear much fruit, so shall you be my disciples. As the Father hath loved me, so have I loved you. Continue in my love. Thank you, Jesus. Does anyone else want to say anything that they saw in the fast that God did in their life? Let me fast again then. <laughs> no, he's still working. It's a revelation. I did see that um, Mondays I didn't want to spend all my time praying because that's supposed to be my off day. Now, there's times when I, you know, I still have to do that, but. So in my mind, I had was not connected. But when we were talking, the revelation of just worshiping God, an attitude of prayer, even if I don't, like, you know, 
I can still be off and be connected to God. And that, that was um, something I had not seen before. So now I know I can stop another sin all the time. <laughs> and the reason for this teaching, one reason is a lot of people get tormented, you know. They, they just think they have to. And Julie saw a long time ago, she said, but I just live in a breakthrough. How do you live in a breakthrough? You abide. David was in the back of the field feeding the sheep, feeding the sheep, and his father or his brothers or nobody even thought he was worthy to be anything, and he was supposed to be the, the anointed, the king. So what was he doing? He was abiding. What was uh, Elisha doing when Elijah went to get him? He was abiding. He was working. They were plow- he was plow- plowing the field. So uh, abiding is what gets you forward. That's why in prayer, if we don't go ahead and break on through, we'll spend our whole service breaking through. How many know that? Because we're not going to go on with religion. So if we go ahead and do it in prayer, then we don't have to do it in the middle of the service. So that's why we just refuse to stop and, oh, let's go with something. What, I'm going to stop the Holy Ghost and teach? Why would I do that? Because we're trying to get him here. So... Until we break through in the spirit realm, then there's nothing to go forward with because he's the one that produces the fruit, not us. Amen. Someone else want to share? Um, I was one of those that that um, disconnected all the time when I get through teaching and stuff. And, and I saw the reason that I did that was just exactly what Pastor Casey said because I wanted to feed my flesh. I wanted to do what I wanted to do. And I didn't want, if I stayed connected with God, he may not let me do what I want to do. And so we just, I would disconnect so that I didn't even have to ask him, you know, can I do this or can I watch this or can I eat this or can I, you know, that's what I did. Do we see that's disobedience though? That's, that's, that's really using God like Julie says, a fire extinguisher. I use him for me. Go ahead, Sam. <coughs> I didn't realize it was a disconnect until just now um, on Thursday. I didn't even want to come to the fast because I wanted to eat. <laughs> and I did. I mean, I cooked up some stuff. I cooked up some uh, peach cobbler and some rib chips and potato salad. I wanted to eat. And I made excuses. I did. I made. I, w- I told him when I came in on Friday, and do you know when, uh, when you disconnect, I haven't even eaten and stuff. None of it. Because God wanted me to connect in this fast. And I thought I lost it, but then I came on Friday. See, I came because I ran for the connect. And when I got here, I found out I didn't lose. I just I didn't lose because the fast is every Thursday now from 9 to 9. And I won't be disconnecting anymore. <laughs> and don't be condemned if you can't stay the whole time. That's why it's open. connect is just like uh, some of you said we can't connect until we disconnect from what we are connected to 
So I said, God, I say, um, you know, we had the coming and going. And um, it's because that's they not disconnected. You can't be <laughs> you can't be connected to something and want to get connected to another. You got to disconnect where you are if you want to be connected. And that's the same thing when we want to be connected to the vision. But we can't if we connected to ourselves, we can't be connected to the vision. Because he said if we're gonna follow him, deny itself. I'm talking to Eloise. I ain't I'm, I ain't talking to y'all. <laughs> and uh and uh, you can't, uh, you can't, you can't, I, I, I was just thinking, you know, you can't plug in a plug unless you disconnect it. And if you don't disconnect it, you can't be connected. As well as Elder Barbara, I used to be one that would disconnect. Didn't know that I really did that, but, but it is a spiritual thing. And so when I disconnected, like you said, Sister Montana says, I remember saying Thursday, I remember telling them it was H-E-double-L for me. I was confused. I was, uh, uh, it was hard. Things were hard for me. Uh, I compartmentalized things. I had, I thought I had to do it this, you know, I had to get a breakthrough over this and I had to get a breakthrough over that and I had to get a breakthrough over that. And so you stay tormented a lot. But uh, I remember um, I said when I did that last, because I believe for me there was levels of surrender in my life. And so the last surrender that I went to, went through, I remember my whole life changed in that. I surrendered totally to the vision. And, and not that that's my last surrender, but that was the last one I went through. And so, uh, but I stay connected now. And I realize that the change is, because uh, I have peace constantly. I don't have torment. Uh, it's not hard for me. Uh, I love to do that, you know. And even in this last, the first fast we had, uh, the Spirit of the Lord asked me to give me 21 days. And so my separation for that was for the, like the sweets and the sodas and the TV, you know, because I, I made up my mind, Pastor, I'm not going to sit in front of that TV and give that thing more time than I give to my Lord, you know. And so that's what I've been seeing through a combination of just laying your life down on that Thursday. So I thank Sister uh, Julie for just being willing to even lead that, you know, knowing that we can just come in and and get free, get free. That's what I'm excited about because I had saw, Pastor, that I was going back to some of my old ways, some things that the Lord had already brought me through, sitting in front of that TV. It was not that I was watching anything bad. It's just it wasn't producing life for me. And because I was doing that, I saw myself going back into some, some of the old ways. And it was some ugly stuff that I had gotten delivered from. And because I've been giving my life to that, my relationship with my daughter has totally changed, totally been born again, if I can say that. Yes. And so I think that, and I've been watching my tongue with my husband. It wasn't that I was being ugly or anything. I would just be, try to be cute or witty back at him, you know, and it's not cute and it's not witty. And this is more precious to me. And so that's what I'm seeing. That's what happened in my life is uh, one day I was just sitting there, 
And and I'm not talking about when you want to spend this time for you and your husband, spend time together, and you want to watch Christmas. You know, I'm not talking about that. I'm just talking. I was by myself, and I turned the TV on, and, man, it, this isn't going to produce any fruit. That's what happened to me. God did it through me, though. It wasn't self-righteous, and I'm better. I thought I would rather go put in Marcerella. I would rather put in Psalms and turn on the speaker and wash my dishes than the TV and listen to all that. That's not going to produce any fruit. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for helping us, God, helping us see. And one reason I used to compartmentalize was because um, then I'm in control. I do it when I want to do it. When I have to come to a fast, when someone calls a fast, my leader, then I have to surrender. If I can control it, I don't surrender. I do it when I want to. And I say, I'm connected to God. I'm connected to God. I don't have to submit to the leadership of the church. Well, you'll kind of be out of the loop, and, and you won't know the flow of the vision, which is a prophetic ministry. This is a prophetic ministry. It's not a, a mind ministry. So we can never know how to connect by our mind. It's always going to be by our spirit. So, um, But that's what I would do. But I've heard people be tormented by that so long that if they didn't pray all day Saturday and they was teaching Sunday school, that they would get in, sit in the car and wouldn't come into church to the prayer till they felt like they, they, got out, they got that breakthrough in their car and sat out in their cold that was in the old building. And I'm thinking, what are you doing? I'm praying. But don't we start in, in 30 minutes, 8.30 prayer? Yeah, but I got to pray before I go. To, and I understand that, too, if you're leading. You pray. But it was, a, it, was, it was condemnation that she wasn't worthy to come in here Till she thought she had some kind of emotional release in her mind. But when you're abiding, you don't have all that. You know, okay, you don't have all that. Saturday, I was going to come to church, and the Holy Ghost said, spend the day with your husband. That's what, there's freedom in this way. There's freedom in this way. You, you just do what he says, and then he'll say, no, don't go to pray. He is not a, a past master. He's not law. The Spirit is going to be the one that leads us out of all that law. We put the law on ourselves, and it's gonna it's gonna be a lot more harder to do it. What I think I need to do than what God's telling me to do. Amen. We give you praise for it, God. Thank you, Jesus. What time is it? Okay, Pastor, would you tell Mom if the people want to come in, they can come in the sanctuary at at ten fifteen any Sunday. They don't they don't have to stay back there because we're supposed to be through at ten fifteen. Amen. So someone else share. We have about four minutes. I've been involved in the, the, the praise, even the prayer or preaching or the teenagers. and um, But when we get that breakthrough, like you told me about Thursday night, we can ride on that. And so it's God, show me. Show me how these kids disconnect. Like, that, that is my breakthrough. Show me if I sing. Show me how God could hit these people that I can show them not to disconnect in the worship. Like, you, it's all in whatever, you know, it is. And if I disconnect, then I really do have to get something for every single thing because I don't, I'm not connected to what's going on. You have to because you don't know and you can't just show up and, you know, 
read out of the Bible or, I mean, you got, you have to find something and that's hard. But if you just get connected and find out what's going on in the church, then for me anyway, I, right now I'm seeing disconnect in every area of my life. How, God, how, how do I disconnect from my kids? How do I disconnect from Casey? How do I disconnect from my parents? God, show me how to, you know, teach, like I just, because if not, I'm not giving him time to work that in me if I'm skipping around finding, you know, different different things. Amen. I asked Pastor Pinkton one time, I said, I said, because there was a pastor and he was so anointed and, and when he preached and the last week I saw him lay on his face for the city of Crossing and then he did something kind of ugly from the pulpit and I was a young Christian and only been there six months and I didn't understand because it caused that baby Christian to get out of God. And um, I said, I don't understand. I, I just, and I shouldn't have probably had to understand, but but I asked her, I said, I don't understand this. And she said, she wouldn't talk about people, so she's real careful. But she said, well, a lot of people find out they have a calling on their life, and then they quit bowing at the altar for God to work in them. And they start telling everybody else how they need to act and what they need to do, but they don't continue abiding at the altar. And that changed my life, and I could see. I could see that through ministries, through, you know, uh, when carnality is showing, it's because sometimes we just run with that call and think we got it, and we don't have to ever bow our knee again. But Jesus is our example, and he prayed all the time. He's praying right now. He's ever living to make intercession for me right now hallelujah thank you jesus we give you honor today god and we thank you and we want to stay connected like you stayed connected to your father <clears throat> you didn't do anything he didn't tell you to do you stayed connected jesus in the midst of everything you stayed connected to your heavenly father you didn't disconnect from him in the time where you felt disconnected in that garden of Gethsemane and on that cross God you press through that time and in those fasts you're going to feel that and when it's a stronghold but see if you can ever get in there and get the stronghold the church can ride on that wave for about a month you got to go in there and get the stronghold though and then that's when the that's when if the church is being calm and the music you ride on that time you ride on that but then when you go in there and get God's, and you know how I know when they come up? Because they start manifesting. Four different places during the week, things happen. And I'm like, okay, that, <clears throat> that's how you know. That's how I know. So I know what to pray for. But then when you get that breakthrough, you can ride on that for a while until God gives us something else. So that's how we operate here. And then, then so it's not always warfare, you know. I'm a warrior, that's what I do, but it's not always, Julie's a praiser.